This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a great guest. She is a comedian, a writer, many other things. It's Lexi Grace. Hi. Hi. (laughs) I love collecting how people say hello on podcasts. It's great. Everybody comes at it from a different way. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun to say hello. It is, isn't it? I liked yours. It was very full of energy. Um, so I was looking on your website. We only know each other a little bit. You did a a show uh, with myself and my friend Laser. Yes. I, I saw that you were a great stand up comedian and you were very funny throughout the show. So I thought this would be great. I'd love to have her on the podcast. But I was looking at your website and you have such like an interesting collection of things that you do and have done, like writing in a commercial for IKEA. Yes. How, what was that about? So that came about because uh, basically it was it was it was one of those uh, weird um, moments where it's like just being at the right place at the right time. Or in this time, it was like actually a Facebook post at the right time. So I had um, I had basically when I went to NYU, I had PA'd with this guy. Okay, and we stayed in contact. He ended up working at complex like and branded content okay all of their writers were out of town and (laughs) one of my stand-up clips went up and he said hey you're funny we need someone to write an ikea commercial for us will you be down and i was like yes um it (laughs) it didn't end up being funny it ended up being cool but it was it was really it was fun did they cut all your great ikea jokes um no it just it we like went back and forth because it, it was funny because I was working with two brands. I was working with IKEA and then I was also working with Complex. Okay. And both their brands are very different. Like IKEA is very like family friendly. Yeah. And Complex is very much like hip hop and shoes. <laughs> and so meatballs and wood, hip hop and shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like finding the notes in between was a little bit like it was it was fun. It was a good experience, I would say. Okay. So you didn't set out to be like I'm gonna write commercials you just sort of uh, fell into your your world yeah because i had set out to write scripts so that's why i got into stand-up to like start writing more like features and stuff like that okay but then um yeah then people saw it was funny and then it ended up being like more short form stuff which okay. is cool yeah. i like it no complaints like if you had told me <laughs> the first like one of the first things i would get to write was an ikea commercial <laughs> i probably wouldn't have believed you but i love ikea i like um I genuinely feel like it's a cool place uh, to hang out. I've I've had a lot of friends where we're like, hey, where should we hang out? And I go, let's just go to Ikea, <laughs> sit on one of the couches. It is surprisingly pleasing, uh, the, the big one in Burbank. Yeah, and sometimes you forget that like you're not at like in, like someone's house when you're sitting on one of the model ones, yeah. and then a strange man will walk in, and you go, "Oh yeah, that's right, we're at IKEA." <laughs> but they never question you or ask you to move on, right? No, you just hang out in the I've little been bunk there beds for like two hours, three hours. <laughs> they never come up. I'm almost tempted to see how far I could push it of like bringing a book club or something. Oh yeah, just a, like a large group, make do yeah. some sort of a ritual or something, a séance maybe even, see if you can get away with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's right. Really cool. So you said you got into stand-up uh, because you want to be writing feature films. Do you, did you feel like they're connected? Of like stand-up was just a way to start writing and finding your voice. So what happened was I couldn't get anybody to read anything. Like, okay, nothing. And I had this teacher. It's like how I got into stand-up. It's that's a old. That's a, another story in like okay. itself. But. Um, 
basically what happened was this teacher said, she said, I had been doing, what I didn't realize was I had missed the first class. It was a storytelling <laughs> class. Okay. And I didn't realize what the class was about. So I came in and I thought it was going to be about, um, like my friend said, yeah, you just go in and you talk about your day. So I, I missed the class by like an hour and a half. So when I got there, I just, they were like, it's your turn to get up. So then I just started talking about my day. I hadn't written anything <laughs> down and I kept doing that. And then the lady was like, you're doing stand up. And then I was like, no, I don't want to do stand up. Like stand up scary. There's hecklers. And she was like, look, you want to be a writer. If you do stand up, people will see you say like, see you and see, like, see you're funny. Right. Versus you going like, here's my script. Believe me, I'm funny. Right. That's great. So, yeah. So that's it. It did end up, her advice ended up paying off. Okay, right. Beth so. Lapidus is amazing. Uh, <laughs> give her a shout out for that. So I guess the moral is always be late to class. Exactly. <laughs> Eventually you will write a commercial for Ikea. That's just the way it works. Uh, you sent me a great list of obsessions. It was very hard to choose because there's so many awesome ones. Uh, but I wanted to go with travel hacks. Not something that anyone has ever suggested to me as an obsession before which is super great. So can you explain a little bit what you mean by travel hacks? Yeah, so um, I'm really into this kind of uh, culture of like, it's called, uh, it's uh, travel hacks like, or like travel, travel hacking is basically a way to collect a bunch of frequent flyer miles. It's basically to kind of figure out what's the way that you can get the most points. Yeah. Um, And it's basically about turning your everyday spend. Like I feel like, Frequent flyer miles, there's this myth or there's this uh, misconception that you have to fly a lot to get travel points. Right, because it's in the title, frequent flyer, right? Exactly. So they're trying to manipulate you with that title? It's not a try. It's just like I feel like there's like a lack of um, like education about it. And the the thing is that like um, it's basically a way to say like, hey, I'm going to spend $2 on groceries. I might as well get some points out of this transaction. Right. Like, since I'm already spending money, how can I get more money so I can go on trips? Okay. So that became, yes, that is an addiction for me. <laughs> an addiction, not even an obsession. Wow. It's an obsession, yes, and an addiction. And you know what it is? It's like I always wanted my own version of, like, coupon like extreme couponing okay and i couldn't figure that out so this is (laughs) so did you see this um be uh spending money wisely making money into more money did you see this modeled for you as a child when when did you come to this idea um I, I, so I guess I've always lo- I guess I've always loved money. I think everyone loves money. <laughs> uh, that is a great first line for anything for a movie, a book. I've always loved money. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how the gas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's it's like I always. Um, yeah, I think it's always like as a like as a kid. I think it's always like I noticed how my mom would figure out how to get great deals. Okay. And I was around a lot of people that were getting great deals. <laughs> and I always was like, yeah, we want more deals. So I was always the one that it's like, you know, if you sign up for this, you can figure out like the birthday. And it was always fascinating to me, like what you could get. Like, I guess it started off with like 
You know, like if you get certain amount of A's, you can go to certain. It used to be, I don't know if it is anymore, but like in school, you could get like free donuts for every A you got. Okay. Like if you showed them your like a Krispy Kremes, you could show them your oh uh, wow grade report, and they would give you. You could go to Chuck E. Cheese and get like tokens. So I feel like I've always been like a very big like. How can I turn flip stuff around? You okay, know? where did, where did you grow up? Uh, where you getting the the donuts and the Chuck E. Cheese action? Um, out here in um, sorry, Burbank, <laughs> California. Okay, cool, cool. So did you said that you saw other people do it? So did you feel like it was more like, hey, if I do this, if I'm smart with money and and pay attention to what I'm doing, I'll yeah. get donuts in Chuck E. Cheese coins, or was it? like rewards or was it more like it was instilled in you that this is a value to have like this is a good way to go through life it's a skill you should have um honestly i think it just was more of like it's more of like hey i want to do these things i don't think my parents will like give me the money to get donuts (laughs) so it's like how can i make this work okay more on the treat side then yeah more on the treat side for sure (laughs) okay so you're incentivized by donuts from the very beginning yeah and i think it it all kind of came into like incentivizing like how can i um there's a great book called um rich dad poor dad okay um, and the guy basically is kind of saying that it's if you can figure out how to make your money work for you versus you work for money, it's yeah. like a better trajectory. Okay. And I guess I agree with that. Yeah. 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 So uh, what is the, can you give me an example of like a deal that you're proud of? Like something that you made happen that's like you're really, uh, that that's a donut you earned. Um, okay. So I guess the best deal that I've ever got in travel hacking. Well, I've gotten a few great deals that, that I'm very proud of. <laughs> um, one, I paid to go to Portland from LAX one way uh, $5.60. Damn. Um, it, and the thing about that is that the water in the terminal was more money than my actual <laughs> ticket. Now, this was, did you end up paying more for luggage or anything like that? Um, or was it like, nope, your flight is $5? Well, that trip, I actually think that I I might have paid for luggage for that one. Okay. Um, I do have a JetBlue and a, a United card so that when I fly on those airlines, I can have my luggage on for free. Okay. Um, but that was an Alaskan flight that I had bought that deal on. And then um, I just got, I'm very excited about this. Uh, luckily, I think this podcast will drop and she won't listen to it. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. But it's kind of a secret um, But because my cousin thinks I spent a lot of money on her trip. But we only paid $11.80. <laughs> All right. From where to where? How's that happen? Um, from New York to LAX. Okay. Round trip. Round trip, $11. $11.80 something cents. 80 cents. So rounding up, $12. Yeah. Okay. How did you make that happen? What are the dark secrets? So... There's a few things. So one, it was like it was good because we had we had some time out to get that. So that always is a good recipe for getting a good deal. So like, like if you have a few months when okay. you buy the ticket. But um, from start to finish, oh my gosh, I don't know if you know what you're about to unleash, <laughs> Joseph. I, I, love, I, I don't. That's why I asked. I love talk. I love talking about this so much, so so much so that people ask me if I'm getting paid to talk about. <laughs> I feel like a missionary just being like <laughs> frequent flyer miles. Um, so that probably was 
maybe 30 so it was it was about 30 well no actually it was a little bit more it was like a typically new york to la is about 30,000 frequent flyer mile points. okay um so to break the spend down for you of like how every how i got those points was so i use it was on JetBlue. So what we do is um, I use my JetBlue card specifically. I don't recommend, by the way, this disclaimer, if you're starting um, travel hacking, I don't recommend anybody get a travel, um, like a credit card right away because okay. the APR is really high. So unless you can pay off like the complete balance, okay, um, I wouldn't get it. But what I did was I used my JetBlue card. Um, we had gotten, it's like two points per dollar for groceries. I knew in particular that um, uh, I had got it. Fun fact about me getting that card is I <laughs> got it for Thanksgiving because I knew my mom was going to spend about $500 on groceries. Oh, wow. For Because she cooks for about like 40 to 50 people for Thanksgiving. Like it's massive. Okay. Um, and we were doing it in New York this that that year that I got in my JetBlue credit card, the the when I had signed up. And so I was like, yeah, she'll, she'll just pay me back for the money. So that ended up working out because then that was like a thousand points yeah. that I had gotten just off that, like, yeah, that basic. And when spend. you say JetBlue card, you mean it's a credit card that then acquires uh, JetBlue exactly. free, frequent Jet, flyer mile Jet points. JetBlue frequent flyer points. Okay, exactly. cool. And um, I'm trying to, okay, so basically what I would do to get that spend of like the $11.82 to go back to that is it was a bunch of like little purchases on that card. Um, I also, there's things called um, online portals. So like, let's say you're shopping online and like you're buying like a DVD or something. Yeah. And you're going, you see it on Target and you want to buy it. Um, So you go to evrreward.com and you type in like, let's say you you type in target.com. And it'll tell you which portal will yield you the most points. Okay. Like online portal. Basically what it is, is it's like a referral code. So it's like JetBlue because you're using their portal. They'll say like, oh, it was such a great deal. Like we, uh, because we sent her, because you use their portal, you'll get like three points or five points per purchase. So yeah. if you buy like a $20 DVD, now you're getting a hundred points on that DVD. <laughs> Um, so like, it's like little points like that. It's also dining points because there's also, uh, dining programs you can sign up for online. Okay. And that's where I actually recommend that people start is. Cause um, everybody has to eat. Everyone has to eat. So there's these dining, uh, program and you could use literally any, whatever airline you like, I would say like start building in that airline. Yeah. Um, but dining points are basically, you can affiliate them with any credit card or debit card. It's, you just put in the number yeah. and it starts like, it'll track. So when you use it, you'll get like anywhere from three to five points per dollar on um, certain restaurants, select restaurants. Okay. And uh, what is another way that I gained those JetBlue points? I'm trying to think. Uh, I probably also to get those. So a lot of those JetBlue points, I had a lot of friends getting married this year. So <laughs> I was buying a lot of their, their portal gifts. Um, okay. also, also United mileage, they make an app, um, United, the yeah. airline, and you can, um, uh, go in shopping and buying things. I also think I got like a, from, 
the anniversary of my card. Yeah. On like the birthday, you should say, of my JetBlue card. <laughs> Your credit card birthday. They give me like another like 5,000 or 10,000 points. Okay. So when you were going on this journey, was it that you're, you were trying to, to get, uh, who is, is it your friend or a family member who's coming from New York? Um, it's my cousin. Your cousin. So when you're trying to get your cousin round trip uh, from New York, are you specifically going through and doing all of these things in order to make it uh, get get the low price for that trip? Or do you just always do these things? I always do these things. <laughs> it, to me, it's, it's a competition with myself. Um, now I feel bad. I hope she doesn't find out that I spent $11 on her phone. Why would she feel bad? Because uh, she thinks it was like a like a, we're, I, we're I'm definitely taking her out to a lot of places, but she was like really deeply touched. Yeah, that I got her a ticket. <laughs> but why would why would it be different if you spend a lot of money versus you spent a lot of time and energy? That's true. That's a good way of looking. I love. <laughs> see, thank you, thank you for making me feel good about that. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, I definitely gathered those points. Yeah, yeah, because I think uh, for a lot of people. And this is a little bit my my own psychology. I get frustrated and wanted to go from point A to point B as quickly as possible doing lots of things. So things like stopping when I want to do a quick impulse purchase to go look for a portal, even though that's like the smart thing to do, I wouldn't always have patience for and I wouldn't enjoy. But it sounds like you enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoy. I love it. I love it so much. Um there actually was this – so sometimes I – you know, like, there's there's a, like a subculture of people that love watching other people play video games? Yeah. Um, so I'm like that with, like, purchase hit, like purchases. You like to watch other people buy things? I like to hear about – I don't like to necessarily watch them because it's, it's hard to – you know, you can't really watch somebody make a purchase. <laughs> but um, I like to read about, like, the – like, how they made um, – this purchase, like there was this one mouthwatering purchase that someone made <laughs> from Sephora. And basically it was like it ended up they ended up yielding. A, they spent maybe about 80 bucks okay, or it was like 125 bucks. And what they did was but 125 bucks. And then they walked out with like 2000 points. OK. And what they did, you can't do this anymore because um the world has gotten hip to it. Okay. Um, but what they did was, so there's credit cards where you get like a base number of points, right? You yeah. get like maybe like 1.5 points or like one point or, you know, um, there's also a trifecta of credit. We can get into that later too. <laughs> I'm very, I'm jumping ahead of myself because I'm so excited. But um, so basically what they did was they had a credit card that again yielded them like 1.5 points. And then what they did on top of that was they used the United app. I mean, the United Mileage Plus okay. app. Um, and in there for Sephora, if you shop, uh, it, it kind of generates like a, a gift card you could use. Yeah. So from the gift card, they were able to yield through United six points. So then they, that's um, 7.5 points, right? Okay. And then they used an <laughs> online portal so that they could get eight points. So then they were yielding about um 8 plus 7.5 <laughs> is like 
fifteen point five on the whole purchase. Yeah. So per dollar. Okay. So, so this was basically like somebody figuring out like a massive currency conversion where they can make one dollar into five dollars. Exactly. <laughs> okay, wow. And so that's that's kind of like a good for me, that's what's exciting about frequent flyer miles is like once I can like when I realized that I could get Sharky's dining program, like dining <laughs> points on my card, and it was like five points, and then I had a, uh, a travel card. Uh, I had the the best, the Chief Sapphire Reserved, and it was getting um, three points on any food purchases, and I was getting eight dollars. Then I was like, "Who needs to go to Sharky's? Who wants a taco?" <laughs> Venmo me back the money. <laughs> oh, so you're you're buying things for other people yeah. and then getting reimbursed. Okay, so you clearly, clearly love the hack part of it and are yes. very experienced in it. Uh, but travel is a part of it too. Like you like to travel, you want to travel. I love to travel. I so that's actually how. Well, so my so I I love traveling. Like I think that. Uh, traveling it opens you up like you get to see how other people live right you get other experiences and you also it's just so cool to be someplace and it makes you more thankful of like your own life you know right right yeah to compare and contrast and yeah and just also just to see like wow i'm so lucky i get to come here and it's like literally like 11 dollars. like i didn't have to even think about it (laughs) like because i think for a lot of people like travel it's like people want to travel but it's so expensive and i think that's what i love about frequent flyer miles right about finding a way to make it just a an accessible human experience yeah and um i'm like now starting to dabble into like hotels like because i used to be (laughs) um like strictly like frequent flyer miles like i would i would get the hotel because there's certain websites that you can um get the hotel that will actually yield you more um, yeah. frequent flyer miles like there's a thing called rocketmiles.com okay and um you put in what hotel you're gonna stay at and they'll they're like great because instead of getting like like uh, a one dollar per they'll give you like five thousand points for the night okay so then it's like yeah it's a no-brainer and then, <laughs> and then um yeah so do you care for yourself about comfort when you're making these travel hacks is like are you Getting like uh, small or uncomfortable seats or uh, hotels that are maybe not ideal or are you do you care about that? Like if you can get something really cheap, but that means middle aisle, you know, back by the toilet and then you stay in a holiday in in the worst room and you. Um, I think I, I care about comfort <laughs> as much as I would like to say, like, oh, I don't. um I do. I tend to lean towards because there are there is also like a like an aspect of travel hacking where it's like there's like glamorous where it's like right. they only want to spend like a hundred dollars on a first class ticket. Yeah. Um. To you know international or whatever. Um. So it just it depends on the thing and it depends on how much I like how long I'm going to be on that flight. Okay. Like if I'm going just to like like if I'm going from LAX to San Francisco, which is like an hour flight, then yeah, yeah put me on the worst. Yeah. Seat ever. I'll pay two dollars for the worst seat ever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's um, but if it's if it's like a long flight, then yeah, I'll, I'll kind of like when my mom goes to New York, we might pay like ninety dollars for the ticket round okay. trip because we're paying that extra um, fee so that she can have like the additional seats, yeah, like, the additional like leg room. Yeah. 
Would you ever go to a city just because you found an amazing way to hack a flight? Like if it was just like, hey, here you found a way to get a $3 flight to Budapest. Would you just be like, screw it, I'm going to Budapest? Ooh, that is a good question. So, um, not that I've, Budapest is a good or a bad place to go. Yeah. Just a random one that came to my mind. No, no, that's that's a really good question. I currently, I would say no, but if if I figure out how to do hotels <laughs> um, better, then yeah, like on like Donkey Kong, because I actually follow this thing <laughs> called um, Scott's Cheap Flights, and they okay. tell you when something international is super cheap. Yeah. Where it's like you can get a $200 flight from LAX to um new um from LAX to London for $200 internationally and it's either either a mistake or there's a promo and I'll tell you how long the flight's going to be out. Okay. And if it's something like that then I have mouthwatered and been like, maybe I could go to New Zealand. <laughs> and then usually my friends go, but what are you going to do for food and shelter? So that's kind of what stops me is like the currency rate. Um, yeah. But once I, but I feel like I might, I might, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me to be like last minute, like, let's go. I can do this. How important is it? And this is just a hacking thing because as, as we're recording this, I can, I can feel listeners scribbling notes down to themselves. You're educating people. Yeah. How important is it to be flexible in your dates? Like knowing like, hey, I want to go this week, but I can leave on Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever. Is that um, essential for travel hacking or can you still travel hack if you have to leave on Wednesday and be home on Sunday? You can still travel hack. The only thing is that uh, it's you can you can be you can totally be flexible. It's just like when you look, it's going to it's going to cost you more points. OK, like, um, for example, I was I, one of my friends. Um, I had get I had gotten her a ticket from um she was like in new york she needed to get out of new york but it was like new year's eve kind of time so Damn. tickets were like yeah astronomical so i was like oh girl i got you all i'll do the points <laughs> you just you just um you know you cover your tax and your um stuff because it was you through united so united has like more fees than some of the other ones like okay um so like a flight that i would get on new york for like 30 bucks would be like 90 bucks through united just because of like certain yeah um things so i was just like you pay, like pay for that but it it ended up being cheap it just was like cheap as far as like prices but it was like cheap. it was not it was more expensive as far as points okay and do you just give her your points out of the kindness of your soul yeah i mean because like the thing about points is it's a lot like um it's a lot like the stocks. Like, you don't know when they're going to go up and go down. In their value? In their value. Okay. So it's like certain points are like, you know, like some are exactly like one point equals one cent. And then some are like low. And then depending on the uh, the flight, it could uh, – the the air. I mean, I shouldn't say the flight, but like the airline company, yeah. depending on what's happening with them, their points could go up and down. And then also – um, I think most points have like a thing that like we could be gone at any day. So it's kind of like it, it's kind of like you live like you're like that. Like I don't I'm not too precious about points because I know that it could inflate or deflate at any point. Right. So it's like the the, the uh, when I was doing a bunch of research when I was first starting out, um, there was a guy that was saying like, yeah, when you get like, don't be precious, like don't like wait, like and try to hold on to it for like four years. Okay, so you had mentors, you had gurus when you began your travel hack journey. 
a lot of reading. Okay. A lot so you, of you, you, online reading. So you set out to do this. It wasn't something you fell into. You decided one day, I'm going to be a travel hack master. Well, so it, you, you kind well, okay. So this is like this. <laughs> this is what happened. So my first travel hack I probably did in 2000 and either 15 or 16. Okay. And it was just like I had gotten a credit card. It said like, hey, you spend like you spend so much, you get like 40,000 points. So I was like, dope. And I got it. I thought it would be cool. Didn't really think much about it. I wasn't thinking about like, oh, how am I collecting these points? Or how am I, like, how does this all work? And um, it was my mom's birthday. So I got her a flight to London. I ended up spending about like 200, 150 after after uh, after with the points okay like, i wasn't really good at travel hacking back then i probably That's could, still pretty good could get a better thing so <laughs> she went round trip came back because she had never been out of the united states round trip on 200 dollars. yeah okay that's i think that's quite good and um and then a couple years later i was um thinking about leaving this i was at a company and i was thinking about leaving uh, the job, but I was like, you know, it'd be really nice to go to New Zealand. And there was this credit card that came out, um, the Chase Sapphire reserved card, and they were giving a hundred thousand um, bonus, po- like a hundred thousand bonus points, which is ridiculous. That's yeah. that's the equivalent of a thousand dollars. Okay. Um, and so I was like, I got to get this card. <laughs> and I told one of my friends, um, and she was like, Oh, that's you know, that's travel hacking. I have a book about it. And she gave me this 200-page book, and that opened my eyes. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is this is what I've been looking for. I know. I was like, I'm really good at math. I know how this works. Like, yeah. I know how to, like, stack like that. Like, it, it made sense to my brain. And then I started reading, like, The Points Guy okay. and um, Nomadic Matt, which is, like, uh, two travel blogs and then – there's also oh my gosh I can't remember what it's called but it's really good and they actually like if you're like let's say you're uh, I can't remember what the site was but I got a subscription for it and it's basically like a travel hiking digest like it okay. gives you like I used to I stopped because then I was like I kind of could figure it out on my own but it's really good when you're first learning okay and they give you like tools and stuff and you can actually. Um, you pay like twelve to like thirty five dollars a month, and they explain to you like how to like what things you could be signing up for or what you should be doing. Yeah, and uh, they give you good like uh, noted like notifications and news, and it's just exciting. It's like a lot of fanfare about it. Yeah, so yeah, and it sounds like there's a community to it there as well. It definitely is, and they were they were the ones that were like, yeah, don't use these points as like hotel points because hotel points actually are like the least amount of like uh, like they're like probably they give you like people will give you the most hotel points but it's like actually the value the least okay so it sounds really impressive like here's four billion hotel points great that's half a night exactly (laughs) exactly okay do you ever think about any ways to apply your travel hacking skills to your comedy um i mean I use it for my comedy for sure to get to festivals and stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, like comedy festivals because it's it's way um, cheaper. And I, I do stack I stack mics like how I would stack, um, like you know like I think about like oh what's like when I'm making my route for like what the day will look like of like open mics I'll like stack it like based on kind of 
I don't know. I, I like I like stacking things. And so collecting you you things. you look at, look at it like a puzzle. Exactly. And like I, you mean just like traveling around Los Angeles if you're going to go to four open mics in one night. Yeah. And Los Angeles is a large and frustrating city to travel in. So you're like organizing it all. Exactly. Like if I'm like trying to do like like five to like six, like if I'm like I need to work this bit out, I might like figure out like, OK, this is. And then it's like also balancing the fact like, OK, is it better to have like a yeah i guess yeah it's like it feeds it all feeds into one one another yeah and i also feel like i mean as of late like i've always tried to make a bit about um travel hacking funny but like people are very it's a very (laughs) sleepy subject like they're like okay nerd (laughs) right so so you're like uh having a a challenge of how to make it relatable it's not necessarily relate. I think it's just like when you throw in such like numbers and math, like people like <laughs> everyone wants to hear about the trip. No one wants to hear about like how you added it. Okay. You know, like how you, oh, and then I did this calculator and then I went to here. So um, me and my friend are, we're trying right now. And ho- if I do, I will, I will send it to you to watch. Um, we are trying to make a uh like a frequent mile frequent flyer mile rap song (laughs) because i'm like that's what they do on sesame street right they give you information that you're kind of bored with and they put in a song so then you're like this is catchy and i get how this works (laughs) nice uh so just on a a philosophical level is there anything like that you've learned about yourself by doing the travel hacking that you think you could apply in a larger way to comedy because like you've got a practical application you're thinking about ways to make jokes about it but more just like what you've discovered about yourself um i think i've discovered is that like one it's like you can pretty much get anything with patience okay and like it's good to have like a goal and like always i think goals are very helpful like when i first really got into when i got that book i had yeah. like made like a decision after that that i was like this year i'm gonna get 25,000 I mean um, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a quarter of a million points before I leave my job (laughs) and I like did it and I figured out like I was like who's making big purchases do they have cash can I get that cash will they let me buy it you know and just kind of you know asking for like what I wanted just to be like hey you know I know this might be a little bit more inconvenient for you but would you be down and yeah people are like yeah okay um, so that I think that's what I learned. I also learned too that it's like, I guess it's kind of like a thing of like sometimes you feel like oh because someone has a certain title like they know more than you. Yeah. And what was really nice is the more I started reading um, all these various s- sources of like blogs and stuff, when something would come out on like a big uh, tra- like travel hacking platform, yeah, it was like not right i was able to be like oh this is wrong information and then people in the comments would be like this is wrong information and i would i felt like i felt like oh my god i'm getting it like i like you know i it it didn't take as long as i thought it would to you know kind of it it showed me that it's like you kind of have to find stuff out for yourself right to sort of question authority up to a certain point exactly like not to necessarily believe everything you read and um yeah and then there's also there's a yeah 
Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna talk about the dark side of travel hacking, but I won't. No, oh, well, come on, you can't just tease I, that. Well, no, I can't. I okay, I can tra- I can talk about it. Uh, it's just like there's there's like there's uh, as part as like there's parts of travel hacking that it's like I feel like I don't deal so much with like the dark side, but there's definitely a side of like people doing like shady stuff to get okay points. so stuff that's actually straight up illegal yeah and i don't recommend that don't okay. do that <laughs> just find out that. if sephora has a stupid policy use it for a while until sephora realizes whoops we would like to rescind that policy kind well, of thing that technically was like in like that's in bounds like what that person did on right sephora. right but so it wasn't illegal it was just something that maybe sephora realized oh we don't want to do that exactly. anymore but not like oh i've figured out if you scratch this numeral off this thing kind of like, illegal there's okay so oh i feel dirty just talking about this but <laughs> there's this there's a part of travel hacking where it's like sometimes people will actually try not to even spend anything like not saying that you can't oh by the way I, i'm just gonna throw this out there there are um there's like frequent flyer mile like quizzes you can take to get points okay don't do those because those take up so much time and it's like you're getting like you can only take it out of like the it takes like two hours and then it gives you like, you know, it gives you like 30 points. It's not a worth it. A two hour quiz? Yeah. You know, yeah. like when those people are like, oh, I'm going to make some money online filling out like surveys. Yeah. Like, don't do that for travel. Like don't do it's that not for worth points. It. Okay. But anyway, uh, but the dark side is people will take, they will try to get points without spending anything. So um, there's this. Oh my gosh, it feels like a curse word coming out of my mouth. <laughs> but there's this term in the travel hacking community called churning. Churning, okay. Churning, and that's bad. Bad, that's Don't the dark do side. That. So churning is basically when you go to some place like a, like let's say your card is yielding you like five points at, uh, at like Walgreens or something. Okay. And then you go in and you buy gifts, gift certificates, and then you try to put like the gift certificate cash back into your bank account. Okay. So it's like you're const, you're taking money that, and you're, ugh, it's, ugh. but so that's it's, churning. That's, it's actually yeah, scamming the system. Yeah, and yeah. so I don't. They they crack down on that. It's very like it's kind of like counting cards at like a blackjack poker. Okay. It's just not no bueno. Yeah. And people really frown upon it. Um, but there are people that do it again. I don't, I, ugh, it's, it's like, ooh, it's, it's like, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> does it offend you morally or is it that you are afraid of getting caught or people getting caught or did, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's, it's a little bit, I think it's, it's just the idea of, I think it's not that it, it's not that it offends. I just, I worry that if it's like you put that out there, that someone's then is going to listen and get the idea and be like, I will churn. Okay. So and you then, do not want and to And then be... I worry that like someone's going to get like, gonna, they're going to, because the thing about churning too is that you can sometimes get your, uh, like you can be in a bad position because you needed like, let's say, because um, people like I, I, you know, online I've read like people have gotten themselves in crazy situations where they've been trying to churn and then they realized that they couldn't liquidate that gift card. Okay. But they needed that gift card money for like rent or XYZ or something like right. that. Okay. So then it was like, I, so I'm more, I guess I'm anxious for someone being like left without like a paddle. Like, right. Getting themselves into a bad place. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel kind of in the big picture about that this is necessary in our society? Do you feel like it's that, well, you know, 
it's the economy. Planes are expensive and blah, 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 and all that. Or do you feel like as a society, we should have figured out a way for people to get from point A to point B without having to do this much work? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I feel like, well, I feel like it's it's interesting because when you go someplace like London or and you're trying to go to like places internationally, it's yeah. really cheap. So it's kind of a question of like, why can it be cheaper? But I also understand that like, like I would rather pay more. Like I would never, I, there's certain airlines that I won't, you'll never catch me on <laughs> because I don't want to be like, am I going to live today? So I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with like paying for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, if you could help any comedian living or dead mm-hmm. do an awesome travel hack, to yes. get where they're going, what comedian would you want to help? Ooh, um, the first one that's coming to my mind is he's 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 deceased. Is um, there's there was this comic named Robin Harris. Okay, and he does this great joke about um, trying to get these kids into Disneyland and it's being so expensive. <laughs> so I feel like he would be very excited about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then also, who else would I? I don't know. And then I guess, I, I don't know. I guess Gilda Radner, because I feel like she would just be nice to sit with when we're, like, going to, like, EVR awards and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I don't think Gilda Radner would ever want to churn. Yeah, she would be, she would, yeah, she would be very pure about it. Yeah. I feel like it would be very, like, quirky. Like, she'd be like, ah, yeah. Like, I, I just feel like she would be a bundle of joy, and I would love that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. So these are questions that I ask all my guests over the different episodes of the podcast or variations of them. Do you think about uh, travel hacking every day? I, I would say me – yes, I guess, yes, because there's a, there's, a, there's a card that I'm looking to get, and I wouldn't say every day. I feel like there's certain days, but definitely on days that I make a purchase. Yeah. Or if it's something – money is being spent, then yes, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Were you hesitating because you wanted to be sure to answer honestly, or were you hesitating because you didn't want to say yes, that you were thinking about it every day? I was hesitating because I was thinking, do I? And then I was like, eh, what did I think about yesterday? I was like, yeah, I was kind of thinking about my Chase Sapphire Reserved card. <laughs> so that was it. I was, okay. I was trying to answer honestly. Okay. And Thank you for your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it must be that it is part of kind of back of your mind thinking if you're really ingrained to be like, you just want you're sitting down to buy a, a DVD because you happen to remember. Oh, I want that DVD. You're thinking about the DVD first, then the travel hacking, right? Yeah. Also, um, I don't know if this is, but sometimes I do like spending money, so I like spending <laughs> money and getting deals, which <laughs> okay. is counterintuitive. No, I don't think so. Or it's like I just want to buy this thing so then I can get these points. Yeah, but you some. Can- Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say you can also buy frequent Meyer points, but I don't. I don't do that. Either. You don't buy them straight. Up. I don't buy them, but I know some people that do, and it's like a good for them. It's good, but okay. for me, I'm just like. Uh, it also just depends too, 
what um sorry i'm very nerdy about this <laughs> that's just i'm fine. like getting excited again because i'm like it also depends on what like what airline you want to fly with because there's perks of each yeah like delta my um big bro like uh john he's always like i love delta because he can um because he can upgrade anytime he wants and then um south by southwest is great if you're you're international and you want to go like cross like you've got um a partner and you want to go domestically to a bunch of different places because they have this thing called a companion pass okay which basically allows your uh partner to fly for free you just have to pay like the tax nice nice i think uh my wife and i have used a companion pass that's yeah. awesome because my, my wife is uh, uh smart <laughs> and good with money she doesn't do full travel hacking but like but every once in a while i'm like i'm about to pay for my dumb star wars action figures and she's like no use that card I'm like why it's like we need to fly to the place like oh right right so I'll yeah she's kind of low some, level i'll send you guys some links so that okay. she can she's gonna be so thrilled when she comes home and i told her about all the stuff i learned today uh when people walk into your home is there any way for them to tell that you're obsessed with travel hacking just by what's physically in your home no, probably not. It's it's mostly in my wallet. And like I have stopped people when they pull out their wallet and I'm like, oh, my God, you have a card that, that I like. Are you obsessed with that airline? I remember one time I did that on a um uh, a blind date. The guy pulled out his wallet and I like stopped him in the middle of the restaurant. I was like, oh, my God, we're twins. We both have JetBlue cards. Do you love JetBlue? And he was like, oh, it's like a family card. Like, yeah. I don't know. And I was just like, it was disappointing. But then every now and then you get people and they're like, yes, I have the holy trifecta. And you pull it. They pull out their cards on the table. Oh, like, really? It's a lot like um, up in the air kind of when they're going through the cards yeah yeah it's like that when you meet another travel hacker because you're very excited and they're yeah. very excited and they're like did you get these points i got these points and so there are like people have different philosophies about like which three cards go best together so you can be like oh are you a person who has blah 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 and blah yeah i think it's it, yeah there there definitely is like i think the most common you see is coming out of chase where it's like you have like the chase united then you have the chase um so chase united I think it's like 1.5% on everything. Okay. And you have the Chase Freedom, which is five points on certain collect things decided every like three to four months. They have like a new rollout. Okay. And then you have like the Chase Sapphire Reserved, which is like the holy grail of cards. It's like three points per dollar on food and travel. And then it's, I can't remember what the other two points. uh, My friends are going to be like, how could you forget? (laughs) um but i like that card because you also get like it's expense it's expensive but it kind of pays for itself it's like 450 annual fee but you get 300 in travel credit automatically so when you buy a flight it just comps you for it oh damn or like if you use uber it comps you for it and then you get a priority pass which lets you uh hang out in certain um oh uh certain like areas of the 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 airport yeah like you know the lounges like lounges lounges, yeah yeah but it only it it helps you more like internationally as as far as priority pass but you can also get like global and um tsa pre-check and those make your life so much better okay so if you were on a blind date and somebody pulled out a chase sapphire card would that be like a that this date is going better because of this Probably, <laughs> probably, because then I would be like, they get it. They understand my obsession. Uh, would you ever get a travel hacking tattoo of any kind? No. Yeah. Is that a just it doesn't apply to tattoos or are you not a tattoo person? 
Um, I, cause I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm very indecisive. So okay. I feel like I would be like, I'd be like repping like today. I'd be like, yeah, chase. And then <laughs> next week I'd be like American express. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't get a credit card for that very reason. <laughs> I can understand why you wouldn't want to get a credit card tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. What if the uh, travel points change? Um, would you ever get into a fight with someone like just like at a party if they were saying travel hacking is stupid? Would you fight to defend this obsession of yours? I want to be like, no, I wouldn't. But I would. I actually would say yes because the I got into a fight with someone because they didn't know. They were fighting me saying that Will Smith was not a rapper first. <laughs> they were like, he was always an actor. And I was like, you are wrong. You are mm-hmm. wrong. <laughs> so uh, that, yeah, that fight kind of escalated. Like it didn't escalate. Like it just... There was a lot of like, like very angry. Like I, I usually am a very calm person, but for some yeah. reason that. So I don't. I probably would go for the mat for travel hacking. Yeah. Did anybody ever Google this? Because it's provable that he was a rapper first, right? That that is that's actually. I wish you were there. <laughs> like let's Google it. Uh, so you, I guess the spirit of this question is: it means enough to you that you would be offended if somebody was being a jerk about it i i i think if somebody well i feel like i would just be like all right then don't fly like i think yeah. i would just but Loser. i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i would be like if they're not listening it's on them but yeah. yeah i do think i would i would i would kind of be like yeah you're missing out but then i guess if they they piss, if they upset me enough i'd yeah. be like well that's great i won't see you on a flight <laughs> you're lost all right fair enough uh would you ever want to be really well known for travel hacking like would you want it to be like one of the first things in your bio or like you on your wikipedia page of like she's also a writer and she does comedy but wow the travel hacking master um yeah i don't know yeah i think i would like that i would like that i mean i don't want to i don't know if i want to take away from comedy but yeah i would would, if it's hyphened yeah i would love that as long as it's a hyphen okay (laughs) and then people can get into fights at parties uh years from now if you're a travel hacker or comedian first exactly what came first (laughs) what came first google it would you we kind of talked about this a little bit but i want to talk about it from this perspective would you break up with someone who just didn't like travel hacking um no but i have gotten into discussions i wouldn't they're not fights but discussions because my best friend is so another i wouldn't say bad thing about travel hacking (laughs) but an, an aspect that my best friend doesn't like is that um it's a lot of uh i i don't think i would break up with anybody i just think it would be more of a discussion um because so my best friend is very anti like big banks okay but big banks are a lot of times the things that do give you the most incentive for travel hacking um so that's i guess like that kind of it it kind of comes from a place of like okay like let's talk this out and see like uh, you know because it's like you we can't i don't know i i kind of feel like (laughs) you got to take a plane sometime right so you might go take a plane to washington with my travel hacking points and lobby (laughs) for you know banks to be better yeah better regulated banks we can do that on twelve (laughs) dollars you know use the power to fight the power yeah all right uh, i think that's good yeah yeah um 
but if there were, if you were dating someone, because uh, friends, you still have a little bit of separation in life. But yeah. if, if you were dating someone, and, and you know, a lot of times when people date, not always, but you kind of you merge your life stuff. Yeah. So if it would be like every time you're going to a restaurant, you're like, oh, should we go to that one? Oh no, but if we go to that one, I can use this card. And every time you're buying something, like, no, wait, I first have to. Like, there could be people who are just like, I don't want to make a pre decision before every decision. I just want to go and eat and buy things and don't always want to go through the travel hacking step. Yeah. If somebody was like that and, and you were with them, would you just be like, no, that's, I can't because no, this is how I live my life. No, that would me at all. Okay. Also, um, also, full disclosure, one of my cards, I can get points. I just can't get <laughs> as many points, but I can get points wherever we go. Okay, so it's not really like you have to take a, a, a travel hacking step every decision. No, no, not every decision, but like certain, just like it definitely, it definitely does help to reflect. But even if they were like, they were just spending money and they weren't thinking about it, like they had like their own debit card. Yeah. I don't, I say that now, but let's say like, let's, (laughs) then I'm married and I'm like, they just didn't look at it. Um, but no, I go through a portal, asshole. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, but I just think that if, I don't think it would be a deal breaker. I I do like, I, I, I feel like as much as I like, like, da 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 da, I really do like impulsive and like, like going like, let's just go and see how it is. Yeah. Cause like, I, as much as like, I feel like I plan so I can go on trips. But once I actually get to, like, my travel destination, yeah. I usually only schedule, like, maybe one or two things that are, like, like I'm going to do this, like, a tour. And then everything else is just, like, let's see where the city leads Yeah, us. yeah, yeah. The, nothing about your obsession comes across as coming from a place of, like, I really need to control this. Yeah. It seems like, hey, it almost seems like you're you're playing jazz with the exactly. <laughs> travel hacking of, like. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then I go into my points and I go, wow, I've got some points. Yeah, we'll see where this rift I takes like us. that. Improv jazz. Improv jazz. Uh, travel hacking. Would you, this is a, a kind of a weird one. I will warn you ahead of time. If you're going to like a uh, convention, uh, like a science fiction fantasy mm-hmm. San Diego Comic Con type convention, would you cosplay as a discounted airline ticket? I would say no, just because <laughs> I like Murder, She Wrote. So I feel like if any, any opportunity to be... Uh, Jessica Fletcher, <laughs> aka Angela Lansbury's character. I'm I'm gonna do that. <laughs> That's your first cosplay. That's that that or some Gilda Radner character. Okay, but fair probably enough. Jessica Fletcher. Yeah, I'm gonna get that <laughs> little fisherman's hat and the the red little sweatshirt and yeah. the, the glass, the '80s kind of glasses. Yeah. Um, octagon glasses, you know. Uh, I have to say, I was not expecting that answer, and I'm thrilled. What a great answer. Uh, have you ever had a dream about travel hacking? Yes. Okay, so it does get into your subconscious. Every now and then. Um, like, I had a, like, yeah, I had a dream that I was, like, Every now and then, yeah, that I like, I, I've, I've pulled off like a massive like feat. Like, <laughs> okay. it's like I'm in New Zealand now, and I only spent forty dollars on the hotel and the ticket. Yeah. Okay. And that dream is coming closer to reality because my friend <laughs> Jesse just introduced a new way of hoteling for me. Ooh. Um. So I'm very excited about that. All right. Well, I hope your dream uh, comes true. Would you want to be on a reality TV show called America's Best Extreme Travel Hackers? Ooh. That would... I, that As long as it was just like they would just follow me as like I made a few purchases, that would be cool if it was yeah. like 
day in and day out, probably not. Yeah, if it was you go and live there, no. But if it was just like they follow you. Yeah, if it was like how extreme couponing is, for sure. Yeah. If it was like um, keeping up with the Kardashians, then no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that uh, that also makes sense with you being a little bit more of a free spirit. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. <laughs> don't, uh, don't box me in. If you were about to click go on a great travel plan that you made with hacking, but a bear stole your computer, would you try to get it back from the bear? Um... I, I was I was so I, I listened to a few of these before and I was like I don't think he'll ask me that one because I was listening to the Apple one and I was thinking about it and I would say probably not I would let the bear have the computer because as much as I love travel hacking um, if anything happens not that I would I would you know I'm sure the points from the hotel that I the hotel bill would be uh, enormous. I think uh, I would be like, ah, you know what? The bear can have this deal. I would okay. be like, it's not, it's not, it's not in the stars. <laughs> okay, you would not risk any life or limb. Yes. Okay, fair enough. I ask everyone to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What kind of noise do you have for travel hacking? Oh, let me go back from the mic. it's <laughs> 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 just the sound of excitement. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. There's no bigger rush than like. Uh, like a, a like a getting a, a really good sale from like all like everything that you've like stored away. Okay, it's when like it all comes little, together. Yeah, it's like being like a little squirrel and then being being like <laughs> it's winter. Yeah, <laughs> you just like look at all my acorns. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I also ask people to rate their own obsession. So on a scale of one to ten, one being the lowest, ten being the highest, how obsessed do you think you are? Oh man. I would say nine because there's I, I do email strangers about this. <laughs> like I do email them. If we've had a conversation and they're interested, I send them a little link with all like my links and yeah. I go like this is this is how you should start. This is what you should do. Okay. Like I pull it out at, at parties. Like I talk to people at parties about it. And I don't think that that's something that they like to talk about at parties. Because they, <laughs> they immediately are like, either they're like, yes, I want to know more. Or they're like, uh, all right. And then they go get some guac. And then I'm like talking to myself about this great purchase. <laughs> okay. So you, you feel like it is not only something that uh, you do for your own life, but something you really want to bring other people in. You want to tell people about it. Yeah. Like I... A, 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 a reason another reason why it is a nine is when i had to sign okay so i had to i had to downgrade one of my cards recently just because not because it wasn't a great card but just because it didn't um the cards that i was collecting it was something i wasn't using that much and i was like okay i have to downgrade this okay and when i made the phone call with the lady at the bank I was like, I'm going to have to downgrade this. And she's like, why are you downgrading it? And I'm like, I, I, you know, I love it. I just, I, I just, you know, and she was like, okay, we're going to send you a thing. So we, you can, we'll take the card back, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, can I keep it for the memories? <laughs> and she said, thanks for being a great, you know, Chase, you're everything that we like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, that's how my obsession is that I even held on to the card. And I was like, we made some good purchases together. <laughs> I'm going to get a frame and hang it up on the wall. Exactly. Make a necklace out of it so I never forget. All right. I think that's a nine. I think you proved your nineness. Yeah. Uh, this is now the plug-in part of the podcast. Can you tell people where they can find you and anything you want uh, them to find on the internet? 
yeah, you could find me at um, my at all platforms. My handle is smile Lexi M uh, at smile and then Lexi spelled L E X I E. And then if you go to smilelexi.com, you can find me. Um, and smilelexi.com, you can actually use any way to spell Lexi. I bought all the domains <laughs> just in case no one. So you can spell it L-E-X-I, L-E-X-Y. Um, but I do go by L-E-X-I-E. Uh, so smilelexi.com. And um, yeah, just check me out there. Follow me on Instagram. I feel like I'm most active on Instagram and Twitter. Um, but I am going to start posting more on YouTube. So all good venues to look at. All right. Go check it out, Lexi. He's a super funny comedian. Uh, just a great stand-up. Here's some quick plugs for this show before our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. It's at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host. That is called Four Center. For info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. And you can support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. For full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. All right, here are our final questions. They don't have anything to do with the main topic, but they can if you want. If you could turn into anything once a month during the full moon, what would you want to turn into? Ooh, um... Could I? Can I ask you a question? A follow-up sure, question? Absolutely. Do I acquire skills? Like, what if I? Whatever I morph <laughs> into, can I? Yeah, absolutely. That's the fun of this. I, I then I would I would either say I would love to transform into. I would love to. Can I be a person? Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I would love to transform into like uh, Ronda Rousey, the UFC fighter. <laughs> <laughs> like similar to Ronda Rousey, or just become Ronda Rousey? Just become like become Ronda Rousey without her obligations. Like she's married now, and like I wouldn't want to like, okay. but just like to be able to like take down people and yeah. just be like, yeah, we can do backflips and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so either that or um, I'm trying to think. There's a Korean uh, pop star I like, and it would be cool to be like be able to like speak Korean and kind okay. of like, navigate those. Walks. I'm uh, looking at it more from like a like like yeah, I guess yeah, that a would, skill or, set. Yeah, or Jason Statham. I feel like that would be fun. <laughs> okay, so you mostly just want to be able to kick ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> physically kick ass. All right, I think that's a very good answer. If you could burn a word or phrase into the moon so everybody saw it, what would it be? Keep going. <laughs> I, I like that because that's like motivational to humans. But then if aliens ever tried to invade, they'd see that and they're like, all right, keep going. It's a oh, warning I from the humans. That. That's true. <laughs> it works on two levels. The final question for everyone on the podcast is what is happiness? Oh, I think happiness is being happy where you are like being happy at like that exact like that exact moment and being like i think happiness is gratitude it's kind of realizing that it's like you know it's not necessarily that i i you know i try not to link it to any like one goal or objective though it is nice and there is like a flurry of happiness that comes with it but i think that uh, sometimes like those are like outside factors so i think it's just about like enjoying the moment and being like, how can I, like, how can you be positive and upbeat and have fun when sometimes it's not, like, it's like, 
when it when it's when the cards are like down like it's right. like, it's just about enjoying that and like just kind of yeah i think gratitude is the key to happiness so That's, like yeah so like when even when like maybe uh, a situation you're in isn't great but you are appreciating the parts of your life that are good exactly or you're like it's even like yeah when yeah exactly like to kind of look and like kind of go like okay or or even just trying to flip mentality like i just think that happiness is like when you go like wow it's, you know even if everything goes down it's like at least i got like my friends or this funny like way of looking it's i don't know that's to me is happiness like just kind of pure gratitude and like love and like yeah i just think like yeah happiness is like when you can be silly and i think it's just I feel like happiness is truth. I, I don't, yeah. yeah, it's just like it's like when you can be your organic self. Yeah, you can just like you don't have to. I think it is like I think it's like it's kind of I don't want to say blinders, but it's kind of when it's like you're not necessarily worried when it's like it doesn't matter because I feel like a lot of unhappiness comes from one once you feel like I need to be at a certain place or I need to have a certain thing. And I think happiness is just kind of, again, just going with the flow and just being like this, let's see what happens. That's a great uh, way to look at it of happiness being more the natural state of being rather than I am, I won't be happy until I get X. Instead, you can just start your day and like, I'm already happy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe something bad will happen. <laughs> but I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thank well, you so Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say thank you for having me. Absolutely. This has been uh, delightful. And I always learn something uh, on Obsessed, but I learned so many practical skills today. And I'm going to take you up on that emailing me offer. I, I told I'm going to email you and I'm going to actually send you also the 200 page book. <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate that. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Obsessed.